Hello again, you cretinous, diseased, forgettable stains on society. We have missed you. I know you've missed us. We should really start this week, shouldn't we, with the New Zealand National Anthem. Welcome to episode 21 of Whippets and Flat Caps. You can already hear Mark breathing very, very heavily. Um, 93% of myself, Will Perry, and former St. Helens captain John Wilkin, and 7% of Mark Flanagan. That's quite generous. Probably is a bit too generous. Yeah, it's too generous. Coming How bad was the New Zealand national anthem? Can we just so stop pause? No, we're going to do a whole We're going to go back. Right, let's that. go. Fine, I'm happy with that. Um, but you might be able to hear sort of smattering of cups again. What's that music? What is that? It's twisting your melon, man. It's Stone Roses. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's not. It's uh, Happy Mondays, but happy I thought you were from the north. Um, coming to you from Pot Kettle Black. Fun. If you are wondering... Well, it sounds echoey and weird. That's because we're in here. We're on Twitter, at WhippetsRL. You can download us and subscribe through iTunes, Podbean, and your podcast provider. By the way, how many rugby league fans do you think actually know what a podcast is or have access <laughs> how to How many rugby iTunes? league fans does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> Good um, question. You might win a, a meal what before you mean, how the Rigi Yankees. Fans know, um, do, what, what I'm saying is, are we, are we on to something here? Or uh, as the glasses of red wine come up, it's a very nice touch, isn't it? Um, do rugby league fans, you know, do, is it is that not kind of a middle class thing where you get on the tube and listen to a kind of the Guardian podcast? Um, I think. I mean, apart from Captain Jim well, and Steve pod, Wood, podcasts are essentially classless. Will so I, I don't understand what you're trying to say is rugby league fans are not intelligent enough to find a podcast. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Um, I just think it's it, it's part of your habits. Who listens to podcasts? Nerds, insular people, well, loners. So, well, There's not as many yeah. nerds support rugby league as other sports. That's what that's well, what we take from I, that. I think, but we are getting you know three three and a half thousand people plus, plus downloading the podcast. So thank mm. you for that, everybody who has downloaded. Tell your friends. It. Yeah. Uh, tell their friends. Keep so, keep it up. But yeah, no. I'd, I, look, the the answer will is we're not sure how many rugby league people listen to. Well, podcasts. that was that was my question. Yeah, um, you've just had a board meeting. I've just come, come in to to PKB. Yeah. You, you, the other board members were leaving. How yes. did the board meeting go? What was any top, top well, of the agenda? Serious, top points? Serious stuff. Profit, um, profit and loss. We had a look ooh, at money, gross profit margins, cost uh, of sales. Buy low, sell high. Buy uh, sell, 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 sell lots. Coffee monopoly. Um, yeah, Coffinopoly. Coffinopoly. We were just looking at the numbers. Last month's trading figures, Will. And it was a bad month. Was it? Let's not Let's not. Should that be the case in summer? Should not be? Yeah, hot drinks don't sell well when it's a thousand degrees. They do in Sydney. People are used to drinking hot drinks. And it's always hot over there. It's a novelty for us. So when it's hot weather, everyone wants to sit outside, have beers... Let the hair down if you've got hair. Yeah. Some of us do, some of us haven't. Yeah. Yours is looking bushier. Some look bushier than it used to look. Uh, but we've decided there's not as many coffee drinkers in Manchester this time of year. Ironically, when you're hot, what is the best style of beverage to cool you down? A cup of tea. A hot drink. Is that a cup of tea? Is that coffee? Is that scientifically? Yeah. We sell tea as well. Well, I think your homeostasis in your body tries to wow. control your body. Yeah, well, you've got loads of homeostatic controls in your body. So well, keeping your static control. Well, essentially, have you been reading another article? No, no, I haven't. Basically, you when you went on this is like GCSE biology, isn't it? Right. Didn't so do it, so. homeostasis is the maintenance of an inter- constant internal environment in your body. So one of those things that has to remain constant is your temperature. You so listen to podcasts because you're a nerd. No, I don't. I listened to a teacher, Mark, when I was at school. GCSE biology. This arrow is GCSE. was getting smashed in the backside by Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow! Wow! 
Wow. wow. I've just visualised you getting <laughs> actually Benedict Cumberbatch going Which character hell would he for be? leather. Definitely um, Sherlock. Sure. He'd be sort of on an opiate-based high while he was doing it. Anyway, yeah. when you drink a hot drink, yeah. what does your body say internally? That Ooh, heat. cool down, I'm cool too hot. Down. Oh, yes. Ooh, Sweat pathetic. Me down. Cool me Sweat. Down. Yes, but it, all the things to cool you down start happening. Uh, so there's a lot of people would suggest a hot drink mm. on a hot day is good to cool you down. Excellent. A beer Facts. tastes a lot better though, doesn't it? It does. The beer in uh, meat. We had a week off. Will, what have I been up to? Well, we had a couple of weeks off. I had a couple of weeks yeah. off. Didn't yeah. I? yeah. So well, we, we didn't do a podcast, to? did we? No. I went. You, you, you on tried holiday. to do one, and it was. Uh, no, it was the week previously. Yeah, that's what I mean. last week was the first week of the season we've we've actually missed a podcast. And why? Because we had a, we both had a week off from training, so we went on holiday. Yeah, I right. went to Majorca. So did I. Why didn't we meet up? Majorca. Um, was it I Majorca? Think we're in different parts. Okay. I think you were in the old money part, and I was in the relatively new Lacoste sort of tracksuit. Yeah, that area. sounds about right. Magaluf. Yeah. yeah. Will was with the trust funders, and I was with the uh, the pig farmers. Because there's loads of them, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, Mallorca, as an island, gets a very, very bad reputation. Great. Because of Magaluf. What an island. Mm. It's an unbelievable place. It's so much more than just a really crap party town, which Magaluf is awful, isn't it? Yeah, but they cage them in like animals, don't they? I'm sure a lot of them listen to to Whippets and Flat Caps. And then the rest of the island's stunning, beautiful. It's an amazing place. It is. One of the most beautiful. But don't tell too many people. No, but this is the thing. So people make the association with subhuman scum, uh, men in football kits. Were there many on the flight? I think usually the the flight's usually a good crack. There was a stag do on from Newcastle. Yeah. On the flight, and oh, I don't mind that. This don't mind is the like we've all been on stag dudes that have got Larry, pretty Larry. I think the extent of our Larry on the way to yours, Flash, was we were cradling a bottle of vodka like it was a baby in a, yeah. in a sneakily kind of drinking, pretending it was out a baby. of the baby's head. Yeah. Whereas this guy in front of my, he was sat in front of my dad on the flight, stood up on the chair, propped his ass over the chair, and farted towards the general direction of everyone else on Brilliant. the plane. Brilliant. Did you laugh? Uh, I laughed, but then also like I could see my dad like a little bit of red mist come over me dad. Did he did he have a football shirt with his name and number on the back? That he might as well have done. That actually that, that almost leads us on to another conversation. That should be banned. Not just football shirts, rugby shirts with, with your name on it if you don't play for the team, if you're not yeah. on the pitch. Ban that. I mean look we don't want to do this in life or on yeah, in, in life. Yeah, if you are over at the age of 14, 13 or 14, 14, 14 you are okay. not allowed to wear a sports kit with a I love it when you see a sports kit at an airport. So you go on a holiday and a, a guy or a, a woman on, on a family holiday will wear a Warrington shirt and they're travelling to... With Gaza, wh- seven wherever. on the back. Well, a Warrington shirt, Gaza didn't play. Uh, I mean, Gary, like not oh, yeah, actually Gary. Gaza yeah, who well, played for England. Maybe uh, Tyron Roberts on the back of the shirt to go to the airport to go on holiday. It's worth it, worse with their own name on it, wasn't it? Well, I don't, yeah. Flash. I don't know. It's, it's, the worst, it's the worst idea to wear something like that on holiday or to go on holiday because those kits are designed to give you beer. There's no other... Sports kits and sports equipment is designed to give you BO. I'm getting BO just thinking about it. Do you, but do you know what? The, do you know what makes this even funnier is that a lot of people listening will be wearing right now a yeah, shirt with their the own airport. name on the back. And you are the scum. I, I went of to Cancun. Society. I went to Cancun with Jordan Turner a few years ago, and we flew back, and there were three rugby league shirts in the queue in Cancun to fly back to Manchester. There's a Warrington, a Saints, and a Wigan shirt all yeah. in the queue to fly back. Do you know my biggest pet, bigger pet hate than football shirts and rugby shirts is now English tourists wearing basketball shirts. 
basketball but, vest. Oh, I like a basketball vest. Ooh. Yeah, but that's only the same thing. No, no. No, it's exactly the it's same. It's more thing. highbrow. It's no, it's not. It's a stylish no, way of wearing not. a vest. Yeah. No, it's not. It hasn't got my own name on the I back. I want to wear a vest to cool down, but I don't want to wear one for a primary. Yeah, but it's so yeah. I'll have a snazzy so, one. So there's yeah. three basketball. There's two basketball. Three. I'll have two. I'll have two. Two relatively successful black basketball players and an unknown broadcaster somewhere yeah. in America having a conversation now outlawing the, work, the use of basketball vests. Nah. It's the same thing. I don't think it's got the same stigma. Only because we're biased mm. we've glamorized wearing a basketball vest i think random well, basketball vest like whippets and flat caps us and there might be hey, listen there might be a lead to on doesn't it there might be some people in denver now wearing a maybe not a wilkin what's your number 13 12 12 one of the two 12. you're 13 aren't you pathetic i've been a lot higher than unlucky for past. some and for you because you you're shit <laughs> not you just the team well, um so england Dem- england in denver i'll start with this one because i think Am I right in thinking it was, it was kind of, almost, for, not just for people in North America, which is where the World Cup's going to be in 2025, but it was for people like me, wasn't it? That game. And it worked. Because I, I was mesmerised by it. It was brilliant. Mm. You, you were doing it for the BBC. Yes. I thought as a spectacle, we'll talk about the national anthem in a minute. <laughs> oh, wow. But as a spectacle, I thought it was, it was brilliant. The drama. I, th- I, thought it just, I thought it really did, for want of a less wanky phrase, showcase the game in the way that they and wanted to do And was that the actual match or was everything around the match? The, the match. Well, yeah, the, the match. Because, the because that's, a, to a certain extent, look, it could have been a dire affair and it could have been mm. six or loads of penalties, loads of, loads of errors. Was it everything surrounding the performance of the two teams that, that made you think it was such well, a good spectacle? You, you, you've still got, haven't you, in the some of the world's best players alright it's not not against Australia but you've still got some of the world's best there playing yeah. and to see you know just the whole dynamic obviously of Sam slamming Sam the, the reason he got his name I thought it had I thought it had everything about the game to, like, if you couldn't get excited about that then they're barking up the wrong tree That you know they're, they're trying to get the wrong people involved in the game because that, that for me was just pure sport pure drama and if, do you know what I mean if you can't if you can't enjoy that then you're not yeah. going to enjoy it you're dead inside yeah, and I think firstly we've got to look at the reason why Denver, like why Denver, and I think we established that it's got one of the highest rugby playing populations out of all the states in, in North America. Yeah, so we're told. It's Much got more a big, than rugby union. A I big think. waiting list on season tickets for the Denver, Denver Broncos, Broncos NFL, but I think so it's th- mostly rugby union. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think, I think they thought if we could show a rugby league game at its highest, and mm. might be able to transition a few from from one code to the other, my, which makes my sense. One criticism of it is it felt like we're playing rugby league's being played in Toronto at the moment. There's talk of New York. It just felt like that eastern sort of northeast seaboardy area is being connected, and it felt like. If we went into that area, that would make more sense. I felt like going out into Denver, Colorado, in the Rocky Mountains, Mile High Stadium, for me, it just felt random. Like, America is so vast. Mm. Like, just simply saying rugby league will be loved by Americans is like, it's mad, isn't it? Because each state is completely, they're separate countries almost. I just felt like Denver felt to me like a random location. Whose choice would that have been then? To, to go there initially it was a promoter an Australian promoter put the game on was it yeah it was his brainchild love child love child brain yeah. I'll go with love, brain lovely love, brain love child. child might have a different love child yeah it was and, and look I think I agree with you Will I thought the game delivered um, I thought the, the altitude played into it nicely thought, again that was part of the dynamic that made it interesting wasn't it, it? it made, yeah it really did and, and I thought it, do you know what it did it made the game loose it did, yeah. It was a really quick game, the I The game thought. was really loose. And, and do you know what? 
we're obsessed in rugby league with wrestling and slowing things down and the game's become slower and more controlled or we try to control it. Well, that game was uncontrolled and it was chaos mm. and I found that interesting. But yeah. that, but, but I, 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 I spoke to Tom Burgess this week yeah. uh, and I said, just asked Ooh, him about... Friends, a friend. Well, he's a friend of mine. I like them all. I prefer him to you, actually. Um, and he said that a lot of the lads yeah. really struggled with the altitude. He said... Um, the altitude doesn't affect you until you go above 70% of your, your heart rate. Mm. So, as we know, rugby league's really high intensity. So, within a couple of minutes, the lads are out on the feet. Um, I know Sean O'Loughlin, who's a, who's a fit player, he plays in the middle. He lasts about 15, 16 minutes. Now, I think that's unheard of for, for someone like him. Obviously, his, his work rate is, is very high. Um, but I think it did give a platform to likes of Jake Connor and Tommy Makinson that came off the bench to have open space to run. And it, it, did, it did really showcase the best players and they were in, in the best light and there were so many line breaks I think in that first half even with the stoppages for the water breaks and I think it just it did did help itself to the Austria, the American audience so what yeah. was he Tom was saying what they were just absolutely blowing yeah, were from blowing minute within, one within minutes yeah, yeah James, James Robbie backed that up I spoke to him this well, week friends, friends. about it teammates for 16 years how many like old friends have you got well, four yeah um, he was saying look he was out on his feet after six minutes if he could have come off he would have Really, and he, he is and an eighty. And he's a machine. He's he? an eighty-minute player. Sean yeah. Lockin plays 40, 50 minutes for yeah. Wigan. Yeah. James plays eighty minutes every week for us. And after six minutes, he said he could have thrown the white towel and easy. Really? And uh, Paul Wellens was out there. Uh, friend, old friend, drive to Workington together. Yeah, he was running on the messages, and it's about six, seven minutes in. He ran across to James and said, "James, how how are you travelling?" And he said, "Robes didn't even look at him." He just did what's the universal sign for so so the <laughs> the, the un, unbalanced waving so of hands. Sure. Yeah. Wow. And at that point I think everyone realised that the al- the altitude was gonna Well look to people who don't know and I, I it was an education to me because I watch a lot of NFL and you never really think about that, but in terms of ball flight and it happens in all sports, isn't it? Oh, Whether you're playing cricket it was somewhere. Insane, wasn't it? Gareth Woodup in, in before the game was hitting them from sixty meters. He needed he needed one in the game from fifty and it could have gone a hundred, couldn't it? But Isaac Luke kicked a forty twenty that was like from his 25 and it could have gone dead. Yeah, and it was he was insane. He also smashed the ball dead off the kickoff three, three times. Three times. He was Which, doing my head in what was he doing? I don't know. But you can't really coach in that short space of time. No, well, I know they, knew, they, knew, I knew, they knew they were going to play in that altitude, didn't they? But how, so what do you do in a situation like that? You just, everything has to be deeper. Yeah, or just, just take a little bit so off. It's like a off. golf club, isn't it? If you hit no, I don't mean for the kicker. I mean for the seven, receiving team and everything. You know, when, when you, can, can you predict where that ball's going to go off the foot? Every well, time. you can predict the direction, just the, yeah. the, the length. The length. The line and the length. But that, yeah. that, that, I, I found that fascinating. The whole day, I think yeah. it had everything. That's, that was stupid, though, because they would have trained on that pitch yeah. before the game, probably the it day before. It annoyed me that. I was just like, well, mate, That's after one, one, one was poor, two was bad, three was just a joke. Mm. It was like, What about him on, standing man? on John Bateman's hand as well? Yeah, it was a bit oh, of a farce one. That was, wasn't it? He, he kind of he thought he'd been he thought, he'd, he thought he was he'd been miss- sly with it he yeah. was looking around no but he'd, he'd taken a little knock didn't he was it yeah. from was it from Bateman or from Whid- I think it was from Widdop wasn't it and yeah. then he, and he, he stood ba- on Bateman's hand from Bateman. anyway God defend New Zealand God defend the woman who sang is the, the name of the national anthem an abomination um, oh, but firstly Crystal Collins does she get a second chance to sing it again no she doesn't but John no. you're the school of second chances no I'm not <laughs> she doesn't she get a second chance like wow first ever if, but it was out of tune and everything. If you strangled a cat in a bath, okay, 
and then allowed it to come up for air and yeah. it made a noise that's what I imagine the noise would be it like it was it was the it worst rendition of a national anthem in the history of national anthems tune. wasn't it it was she was singing the wrong song during the wrong lines yeah mm. it was it was awful but you're point, a disgrace you're you're an absolute you're as bad as, as her rendition of the national anthem because let, let's look deeper into this and I'm going to give you some quotes from poor Crystal Collins because she's had all sorts of abuse as you can imagine on, on this is yeah. we're talking about a 60 year old woman she's an American 60? woman well, she, she, looked, she looked about what's 60 what's her age got to I don't think she was 60 she's not 60 it, it, you'd be more sympathetic towards a 6 year old woman than you would to a 25 no, year old woman I think she was, no, she was old no was she you google her yeah, while, I, while I read this stuff here look okay so, so she's so been abused on Twitter she's been, so this is an article the singer who butchered the national anthem prior to the rugby league international between the Kiwis and England says the ridicule she's received is warranted this is going to make you feel sorry for him it's warranted. Take, it's warranted it is warranted is it no, that's what she says. Yeah, no, that's what she says. Yeah, but that's what he, oh, she says. It's she's going to make she's going to make you feel sorry for her. Speaking to Radio Sport, the American Crystal Collins said that she felt horrible after producing what has been described as one of the worst ever renditions <laughs> the of the New Zealand national anthem. <laughs> I felt horrible, says Crystal. I would have rather sung it in a cappella, as that was how I was rehearsing. I expect all the ridicule I'm getting, and everything that I'm getting is warranted. The Kiwis player, Sean Johnson, who uh, did not play in the game, uh, said that it was appalling. Um, but Colin says, I didn't have the chance to hear what the monitor would be like before the New Zealand national anthem started. I could hear nothing at all. I was waiting for the introduction, but there was none. She said, issuing a public apology. I would like to apologise to you and to the citizens of New Zealand. And then they say Radio Sport offered Collins the opportunity to redeem herself by singing the Maori version live on air. And she nailed it at her second attempt. What, she had two attempts. She does look probably sixty. Actually, so it's a third attempt. <laughs> She's a poor old woman who got it wrong. I mean, we're not going to give her. T- not going to give her a second yeah, chance. Let's give Jamie Carragher a second chance. Nah, we can give her a second chance, but you've got to say yeah. what it is, Will. Uh, it, when you asked me about Jamie Carragher, yeah, I said uh, we met him the other day, didn't we? Nice guy. We met him in the toilet. Had a good chat in the toilet. How, how bad it was. Didn't spit at me either. No, that's good. Yeah. So we mentioned how bad it is, but then that being said, people make mistakes. She made a big mistake. And she gets a second chance. She will sing again, Will. The, not with her mouth shut. Do, do, do you give her the, the chance to sing? Cause she I'm the, not. What do you think? I'm some sort of global well, you're, authority. You're the, head of, you're the head of the like school. I of second chance. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. 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 Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Who have I? Who <laughs> have I? Who have I given second chances to? Oh, Mark, come on, back me. Come on, who haven't you given second chances to? I'll give you a second chance. Yeah, not yours. I'll give you a second. You'll knock him off. We've given him more than enough chances, Will, to contribute. You're he's pathetic. only upped his game in the last month. Who? Ever since his hair started growing back, he's got more confident. He's visibly <laughs> yeah, so got I'm more. I'm the glue that holds this podcast together, so pipe down, you two. I don't want to. I don't know if we. I don't know if you are. I don't want to keep boring the, the people of your hair, are but you are. You've done good. something suspicious. I'm looking good. Michael Vaughan wants to get you on board, doesn't he? Apparently, oh, yeah. we're supposed to keep that quiet. Was I? Well, I'm not going to. So, oh, right. so what? So you're gonna have a hair transplant now? Never. I'll never ever have no, so a hair transplant. So you're going to now? Because you're considering never, it. Never would do. Okay. So what have you done with it? Never it look, had a hair transplant. Looks fantastic. Using a bit of shampoo. Mm. What's it called? Tablet. Alpacin. It's better designed for balding fellas. Are you, you taking? Are you taking drugs? I'm not taking drugs. You, you took a tablet. Herbal remedies. Oh, it's like he's had rhinoceros horn blended with ginseng. And look at the result. Yeah. So, 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 so going back to that, did it? I guess it's hard to say after an, after eighty minutes, isn't it? But did it serve its purpose that game? Unknown. How, how I don't know. I don't know I, how you can measure with all with marketing and promotional stuff. How do you measure well, the impact? It, t- it takes time. They're going to do the same fixture, I think, next year at the same time. So I think Not same place. I think so. Are yeah. they? Yeah, we're going to do it in Denver again. If the se- if uh, more people, there's more interest next year, then it would have served a purpose. At the minute, it's hard for us to say. 
But, but as what, a neutral in yourself and said that you, you loved it and enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. But would you have loved it? Would you have loved that game wherever it was? Well, if it was a it's Denver, what's that's, the relevance that's why of Denver? Start and he yeah. said that the yeah, but that would, I think that whole dynamic played into it. But would it not have been New York? Would that not have been equally Oh, no, I agree with that. I, I do agree with that. But yeah. then I, I don't know. The, you, you know the ins and outs more than me of the, the, this Australian guy's motives to have it in Denver. I don't know. But there's obviously some sort of reason, well, isn't there's it? There's a business case behind it. Well, yeah. He, he's already he's established a market and thought, well, we can exploit that market. Hmm. Now, obviously, the World Cup is going to be there in 2025. We need to explore things. Toronto are doing their bit. New York were you know, mentioned to be doing something. Mm. Denver's now got involved. If it's an area for growth, then let's see a strategy. What's the strategy for growth? Is it a one-off test? Mm. What I'd do is back up a one-off test with a bit of a vision. The vision for America is this. Mm. We want it to be played at universities or colleges in America by it 2022. It works for them, For example. It? Then, yeah. It, it but as a sport, it oh, works for them. Contact sports. It's very similar to NFL, yeah. the game. Early, early in the game, there were a few big hits. You could hear the crowd. Yeah, they loved it. Just going, ooh. Like, holy yeah. shit. Ah, where's brr. your helmet? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys, you guys, you guys play football with our pads. Where's where that guy from? Israel. You guys are the craziest guys in town. That's what they said. Afghanistan. That's what no. they said. So you guys been drinking hard liquor? You you guys want hard liquor? You got to go down to forty third and third. Uh, Steve from Missouri. What yeah. are they? Um, Seventy six thousand. <laughs> was Vegas, that wasn't it? Yeah. Seventy six thousand. The capacity. How many turned up? Nineteen. Nineteen. Is that all right? Yeah. It's not bad, is it? It's all right, isn't it? I yeah. mean, it looked it looks. Did they, did that's the that, amount. Did give them that's away? That's like nineteen home games for Salford. That. So it's good. <laughs> did they give them away? I don't think so. No, they no. must have given quite a few away, but still, I mean, that's it's not it's that's not, it's not about that, is it? It's not about yeah. filling this. They're not going to fill a stadium up. It was about an advert. I mean, God knows how many people watched it um, well, outside who, who got, weren't who weren't there. The uh, viewing figures were uh, quite a lot bigger than Argentina v Scotland, which was on, on Channel Four at the same time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, the BBC got seven eight hundred thousand for the game, and they got five or six. So it was just on the BBC. It wasn't on American TV, no. obviously, was it? No. No, so I mean that's good for you. I mean our Super League game gets eight hundred, eighty thousand, hundred thousand. Yeah. So well, it's, it's always, eight. always a kickstart being on terrestrial TV. Isn't yeah, it, it is. Still, got to take it. Yeah, Maybe no, it's good. Old old ladies in, in Windsor watching it in an old people's home going, <laughs> yeah, "What's happening that's it, here?" Yeah, there was they tailgated, so the fans who who went like treated it like an NFL game, which I found interesting. So if you've been to an NFL game, the tailgate parties that exist are pretty mad. Aren't they? So they've got a tent and a barbecue and a car, and they pull down the, the boot of the car and they're drinking beer and playing American football in the car park. And I was just trying to think, like conceptually, would that work in Super League? Yeah, why not? Would it? Yeah, I think it would. Would it? I'm just trying to. Well, mi- so I'm trying to imagine like 26 people stood around like a Nissan Almira on a gravelly car park in Salford. Are you assuming that you're going back? What's to wrong the, with Nissan? Yeah, what's wrong with the Nissan? What's wrong with someone who's worked very hard to buy themselves a new Nissan? A Nissan Almera? Yeah, nothing wrong with the Nissan Almera. It's just it was a it was a point of reference. It was a car. Mm. So let's use well, another car. Uh, hey, that, that's a good start. Should, shall we start a campaign for tailgate get tailgated in Super League? Uh, why do why it, doesn't it happen? We can't do it, it on Friday. You can't what? do it for tailgate on a Friday. Why? Because you got work. That's what I'm saying. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Our prime how, time how, for rugby. You can get there at six. Do it six till seven. 7.30, then stroll into the ground. We'll, yes. so we'll start the tailgate at 6.30 six yeah. on the Say, dot. for example, at Twickenham, right? It, they, they have tailgating. England games, they do. They have they, they, maybe Range Rovers yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but it's actually tailgating because you, can pop, you can pop your tail down on your Range Rover. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It, it works. Well, if it works there, why would it not work for an England international up north it with could. sausage and chips? It, it they could. Sh- they could do a version of it. It doesn't have to be Nissan Almeras. They could do 
barbecues and tailgates. I've just got this vision we, of loads of rugby league fans we went, smashed a drum. We we went tailgate. We went. We, 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 <laughs> no, no, but why, sh- why shouldn't that work? Absolutely told. James Childs, get that Wilkin and Flanagan's get him so what's a good point how do they get home for them? because we went tailgating together didn't we in New York they leave New York Jets no because because the game goes on for so bloody long that by the you time the they go back to, to the drive car, it back it's been, oh. it's been like it's been nine Ooh. apologies for the joke Ooh. Mark Flanagan bald not and sexist. sexist not sexist and I'm not bald either um, bald ink yeah I don't think it'd work well, just give it a go I think Thursday it's worth and Friday night fixtures how far do they have to go from Wakefield to get home I'm not saying what? drink and drive. <laughs> it depends <laughs> where they come from, Will. <laughs> I think it would work, tailgating. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the, the it game wouldn't work at Wakefield. You've chosen a horrendous example. Well, they playing on Sunday, though. In the wimpy car park. Playing on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, yeah, I always remember going to Wakefield and playing at Wakefield, and uh, Michael Corkidas, a prop who played there, had a sponsor car, and it was a G-Reg Ford Granada. <laughs> G-Reg. A no joke. A G-Reg. And did he have his name written on the side? Yeah. I think he even just said Corky on the side. No. So, so from the heights, the heavy heights, the 5,000 feet heights of, of Denver, England's next three test matches? New Zealand. Against New Zealand. In Hull. <laughs> wow. Get in, tailgated. In Liverpool. And yeah. in Leeds. Well, you know what we've Anfield, done very nicely We've spanned the M62. Mm. We've gone to the extremes, Hull and Liverpool. But I like the sound of that. I like the sound of England, New Zealand at Anfield and at Ellen Road in those yeah. sort of stadiums. I think that's, you know, and following on from that, I think... Yeah. It They've played a lot of test matches at Ellen Road in the past, yeah. haven't they? Not, yeah. not Anfield, have they? And I think Anfield... Uh, the World Cup yeah. final, was well, yeah, I think. When not Australia England. beat New Zealand. Hmm. I think Anfield is great because what do you get? Naturally, you'll get Wigan, Warrington and Saints fans. It's not too far for them to travel, but also you will get some, some uh, fans and, from and Liverpool. And there's a case to say that with growth of rugby league you, you might be better off going into the football territory rather than going into rugby union heartlands because during the summer months football fans need, need a sport to watch yeah, and, yeah. and being up north and there's a proximity between the the, the, the culture and, and the, the lifestyle and, and the people that live in Liverpool's doing Witness and Warrington and there might be an easier fit yeah and, and if you grow in a business of any sort it's probably easier to do it closer to the base of where it exists isn't yeah. it you know for me, like the areas of growth should be focused around, as well as Denver and you know Toronto and, and, and all these places. We need to really have a developed strategy of growing the game where it's strong and around where it's strong. Mm. For me, St Helens being as strong as it is rugby league wise, and and to be three miles down the road in Rain Hill, which is a football village, but it's part of St Helens. Like we need to start encroaching into those areas. And a part of the growth strategy needs to be in the heartlands, as well as this flamboyant, let's grow the game in North America, which, you know, I'm all for it. And it brings money into the game, but it needs to be backed up by a genuine strategy to grow the game close to where it's strong already. Cumbria. Cumbria, Cumbria's got its challenges because it's so sparsely populated. As as Paul Wellen said, they come out of the hills from all over to support the teams. And if that's not sort of mild, casual sort of racism, then... Marwan Kukash in Cumbria, that, I want that to happen. And I want yeah. the mascot to get his moustache back. Well, what back. he's done, is, have you not seen? What? He's, he's, he's got, there's a tree lining on the way through to Keswick. And the he's shape of a moustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew he would. Yeah. I, like, I knew he would. Uh, every week that goes by, I love Marwan and Kukash even sh- more. they're going to chop the have trees down. Him? Yeah. yeah. Once. Once. It's all, it's all you need. He texts me sometimes. Does he? <laughs> Good luck this week. And Does uh, he? 
The morning after commiserations. That's been a constant. I tried copy and paste. I tried to trade you for twelve camels. Racist. That's not. So probably say it is, but we haven't got anyone to edit this show, so we'll just let John Wilkin, who works for the BBC. Um, have that out for Will Perry. You look very well on telly, actually. You you looked wrinkleless around the eyes. Well, that's because they put essentially what I'd say is facial cement. You mean on now? Not now. He doesn't not look now. Wrinkled. He looks shy. No. Looks no. But on the TV, you um, look like you didn't have any wrinkles. You looked Joker. Well, on that subject, we're going to move on Joe to whip it. We're going to move on to whippets and flat caps. Um, question time. No, before um, yeah. Do you want you don't hey, want to move on? What have you been up to today? What have I been up to today? Yeah, you, you, you glossed over this. You, you've had some bad news this morning, haven't you, Will? Oh, you want to talk about that? I don't What's think your bad news? Many people are that interested in that, Mark. Well, what's well, up? I, 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 could sense, I could sense trouble. Can you? I, <laughs> honestly, I meant can to ask you before we came and I could sense Why could you sense it through my just, eyes? Yeah, your eyes. Could you? Yeah, because this one's sort of going west <laughs> and that one's staying straight. Come on, tell us about no, no, bad news. It's just not that interesting. I'll just no, do it quickly. I well, I, I, had a, I had a blood test done, an allergy test, yeah. and yeah. A, an intolerance Voluntarily. Test. Voluntarily. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. felt so you had to buy your own. Yeah, I had to buy my own kit. He's a everybody. Well, no, because I sensed something was wrong, so I took action. No, no, this we've moved on from that. Okay, so yeah. that's just no. So no, I, I bought a you kit. Growth on your penis. No, I bought I bought a, bought a kit. You know, not been feeling great last pretty couple of years actually. Not been feeling yes. great. Yeah, yeah. Sort of you know watery eyes the whole time. Always constantly like I've got like a bit like you actually sounding like you've had your nose smashed up yeah. by Mike Tyson. Yeah. Sounds like you got hay fever, but maybe you don't. So I just thought I'm going to get an allergy test, food test done. Yeah. It's already quite boring this story, isn't it? And then it came back in the post. Yeah. So I was expecting you know a couple Reliable. of things. Yeah. You know, you, you you have to prick your own finger and you have to fill up a little tube of blood, send it off a few days later. Great lo- service, lifelabtesting.com. Was, was it just a little prick? It was a l- very small prick, yeah. yeah. Cool. It was actually quite a big prick. Was it that? hurt me. Oh. <laughs> um, and um, it came back. I was expecting kind of you're allergic to cauliflower or something or whatever. And I'm, aller- I'm, al- not, I'm not intolerant. I'm allergic. It's a big difference to meat or meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. You. I'm not even joking. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> And this test kit was sent out by Vegan Society. Yeah, no, well, that's what you, that's what you're suspicious. And it was 100 out of 100. <laughs> you're allergic. Not even, not even 65 out of 100, 100 out of 100. So let's go through different so, meats. So, 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 I rang up, so I rang up the woman. Uh, and steak, can you eat steak? No, any meat. Pork. Poultry, any meat has got the same antibodies in it. What so about um, lamb? Okay, any meat. What it's about good. cured meats? Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. all meats. Salami. Salami. So basically, all meats. Spam, there's no meat in Turkey. Spam, so all, good with all, <laughs> all meat. What, Turkey. the spam that Marwan Kukash sends you? Um, anyway, so allergic to it, so I've got to find some, some other things. They basically said to me, you are risking an anaphylactic shot if you keep oh, into eat, sure. risk eating meat. <laughs> I'm serious. Will, I'm serious. So Listen, don't shoot. They're professionals, John. Anaphylactic shot. They're professionals. No. I'm allergic to meat. So if you have, like, you, you're not allergic to meat. Now you could be rolling around <laughs> like a swollen thing. Well, I've eaten it for 34 sweating. years, so I'd, I'd I like was to so be happy when I heard <laughs> it. <laughs> Why? Why were you happy at my downfall? Could, yeah, I'm happy at your downfall. It's so exactly why. Because I'm bitter. For the last you're a gobshite. You know <laughs> you've, you've taken my baldness Since very well. Since you've learned about your meat intolerance, yeah. Yeah. what have you done about it? I've, I'm not eating meat. But your eyes are still puffy and watery. Yeah, because that was today. I just found out. I've probably been crying. <laughs> <laughs> On my own. <laughs> so are, my you, are you going to cut it out of your diet 100%? Well, Mark, if someone said to you, um, of, of sorry, mate, you're allergic to that. If you keep eating it, it's just, well, one, it's, you're, you're allergic. Well, 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 you're John. not going to die of anaphylactic Look, shock. I'm not worried Will, about that. Will, Will, I'm not worried you're about not that. You're not going to dive anaphylactic shot. John, I'm not intolerant to it. I'm allergic to it. There's Will, a difference. <laughs> you're not going to dive anaphylactic shot. Maybe I'm not. 
but no, you, no, no, you definitely would you not. keep rolling the dice? Well, <laughs> right. if, you, if you get an anaphylactic <laughs> shock once, then I might cut it out. But until that happens, no, because it's not. The, I'm not worried about the anaphylactic shock. I'm worried about just just feeling shit and the puffy eyes and the like. I've got be, been beaten up every so day. But do you know what? Good. The meat's great. There's actually yeah. some alarming statistics surrounding meat. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you both. I hope you both, both die from meat cancer. I and that moves us swiftly on to, to uh, <laughs> <laughs> whippets and flat caps. Well, you've been poorly of late. That I might be why. Yeah. You what? might be allowed I, to I be. Had a, Listen, I had a pork look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. I'm praying now. Look at look how serious. Yes. I'm praying that you're allergic to meat. I'm not bothered if I am. I'll you'll eat, keep I'll eating eat it. My way through this <laughs> 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 I'll eat my way through it. Would you? Would you? Would you go against all the the blood test advice? You just keep eating it. Would you? Well, you're allergic. Test, if you test, if you tested everything all the time, yeah. No, I get that. I understand that. Are we that. not intolerant to like wheat? Are we all Milk. not intolerant? It, is, is it, are they not? I'm not intolerant. I'm allergic to it. There's a difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah Allergies and intolerances. Yeah, yeah. So is that Thankfully. why you swell up like a pig every time you have a steak? Swallow what? Swell up like a pig. And you start sweating. And he right. swells up like a cow. When Will's he got has an epipen just in case he has a pox. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to question time. Do the noise. Question time. Question time. Question time. Um, that's getting better, that. So uh, I'm just get, there's a lot of admin to go through here. We had, we don't don't, have a, don't ask the shit ones. We don't, well, you just keep quiet, and I'll if do the question. Someone asks who's longest in the shower again. Someone's asked that again. Right, well, don't, don't yeah. It's always really horny women, age forty <laughs> to sixty-five. Oh, what, and the yeah. opposite, Eddie Gardner. Oh, um, I love Eddie Gardner. Paul Oh, I met Paul Scholthorpe the other day. What a man, isn't he? What a gentleman. What a gentleman, isn't he? I think he could have played James Bond, couldn't he? Yeah, no, if he was voice. a slightly dopey well, not with his voice he'd yeah. be like right no we, we'll get him I'm some elocution lessons money, we'll get him, we'll get him in with Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. for half an hour Benedict will look, up, look after him yeah. we, we could get he, he, he should have been a Bond shouldn't a he non-speaking a non-speaking Bond yeah. well he should have at least been an extra in, a, on, in Hollywood no he, if there was a mute Bond yeah. character um, he just yeah. just spoke via mind yeah or just Nodded, yeah. yeah. And like I mean, he's, he's, he's a close, smile, close ups of his Adam's apple. Yeah, very, very handsome chap, isn't he? He is, and Carol, quite Carol, striking. Carol Wilkin as a is she a big fan? Well, she goes because those hands, she wants those hands all over her. She goes, <laughs> in she? and around <laughs> the person. In, <laughs> in, in and around the person. <laughs> Good God, he'd do some damage to Carol. But um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. God, scunners. But no, great guy. Isn't he? I sent you a nice little video of us together because I was on a table miles away from you guys at this but we do we were at. I was on the naughty table, so myself and Paul um, got Who in a bit of trouble. On the table? Who else was on the table? Paul's wife, Lindsay. Mm. She didn't get much trouble. Anybody else? Um, Steve White. Yes. Anybody great guy. Um, and Andy Reid. Mm. He was legless by the end of the night. <laughs> well, he was, yeah. Huh? He was. I spoke yeah. to him at the bar. He's a great guy. Lord. Great lad. Lord. Skull, Scully was uh, a little bit inebriated. We had a very good... He was because I gave him uh, about 16 shots Scully's, of tequila. Scully's party trick when I was a young player was he used to get a syringe from behind the bar, fill mm. it full of Sambuca and just walk around and slam it in your mouth. What kind of bar had syringes behind the like bar? It was like an old school See, cocktail He told me bar, not to get him Sambuca. He said, I'll drink anything but Sambuca. So I got yeah. him tequila. And how many tequilas did he drink? A second. Oh, I don't know. I sent you a video, didn't I? Just kept feeding well, six. six on the track. He only expected one, but he got six. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. Yeah. Um, 
Whippets and flat caps, question time. Question time. Question, question, time, time. question, time. question time. Question time. Um, so lots of admin. Question and time. Uh, let's go through this because you know no one's keeping on top of this. And uh, da, 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 da. So no it goes back. Go, that goes, very accusational. Goes back a little bit to um, three days ago. Hi John, uh, BBC here. Fancy doing the Denver game? Says Gaz. Uh, yeah, sounds great. When do I fly out? You're in a studio in Salford, pal. Yeah, pathetic. Pathetic. It's not really a question, but just uh, with the, cause uh, yeah. It was quite weird though. It's quite weird. You've done that before, yeah, you do it for the. World <laughs> at one stage, at one stage, the somewhat the cameraman, um, the <laughs> just like it was like he fell asleep. The camera just dropped to the floor and it no, just stayed the there for a little bit. The hydraulics went. Oh, was it? It was robots. Camera was it? Two. Camera was two. Did you see it? It, just went went it was on you, and it just suddenly. Went. We saw reliable usually as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the camera. And then I just saw like acid. Tanya was panicked. It came back to her. She was like, "Okay." And the worst thing was the camera camera guys, as you know well, in media. The cameramen yeah, yeah. love, yeah, like the cameras. It's yeah. like the little toy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, the guy who's got a classic yeah. car. Those robots shit. are putting them out of work. Oh yeah. my god, they were all over it. They had little spanners out. We're like Did doing they? a live broadcast, and they're like talking about it, scratching their heads. So essentially, a hydraulic head. that they brought in to be cheaper and more efficient than the human mm. messed up. Yeah. There's something to be learned there. The robots it? will take over. Yeah. Um, so that was from. Da, 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 da. So here we go. Yes. Uh, James Warriner says, uh, which was bigger tonight, England's win or Wilkins flick slash comb over on the front of his hair? Uh, there was a woman who did our hair. I don't know if you noticed Brian Nobles as well. Yeah. What was it? She mm. called she, she's probably make my makeup artist. What's brush. her name? She had a Laura. Brush. Uh, no, she had a brush and a spray that what I would say made us look very slick. Okay. Very what, did, slick. what did this lady look like? Uh, kind of funny looking. Kind of funny looking. Kind of funny looking. Yeah. No, she, I don't know what was the name. I, I do know her name. Oh, she's okay. done me before. Big time. Doesn't know the name of the blonde. Star. She's Gauss. No, no, I know. Not yeah, I know that one. Doesn't it? Blonde. Sarah. Sarah. That's her. Anyway, irrelevant. Um, uh, this is good. Look, Genghis Campbell. No flat caps in Denver, but definitely one whippet. Did, did this actually happen? There was a whippet on the pitch in Denver yeah. <laughs> with a frisbee in its mouth. Yeah, they were playing frisbee before the game with a whippet. Yeah, the whippets were playing the humans. Who won? The whippets. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was just How one did whippet. They, did they throw it? No, no, the whippet started with a frisbee and it just ran off. Did the humans catch the frisbee in the mouth as well? <laughs> no, no, the, whi- the humans didn't get a chance with who, the frisbee. Who would you have playing for your team with the big mouth to catch the frisbee against the whippet? Um, I'd have... Louis McCarthy Scarsbrook's got a big mouth, hasn't he? Yeah, it? but I don't think it's necessarily big mouth. I'd have... Is Louis McCarthy Scarsbrook the most stupid rugby league player in the world? No. He's not? No. Who is? Oh, he's not the Mark smartest. Mark Persson. <laughs> Without doubt. I used, to, I used to like Louis, but when I see him on the field, no, he pisses me off. Right. I, I think like I still, him. I do yeah. still like him. Well, let's not fall out with like him. him but I don't. I find it hard when he's just carrying on on the field. Yeah. Who's okay. the stupidest rugby league player? Good no, question. Just, that is a good question. Maybe I could win lunch for four slash dinner for four at Riggy Bianchi. Yeah. Carly says, uh, Whippets, my question for your next podcast would be, can either of you sing the national anthem of New Zealand better than Crystal Collins? Or... If you had to choose an anthem to sing, which one would it be? I like the. F- is it the French or the Italian? It's like. Allons en fond de la patrie, les joueurs de gloire est arrivé. Contre nous de la patrie. Fast forward, marchant, marchant, qui se un peu abreuve la bataille. Do you speak um, French? Fluently. Fluent, don't worry about it. Good okay, uh, so that's your answer. Get the I German one's good as well, isn't I it? Couldn't You've been watching the World the Cup. Lady. Germany have gone out of the World Cup. Can you believe it? Anyway, First time ever on. in the group stages. Oh. What's the German national anthem go like? Oh, it's good. Though. Um, oh, It'll come to me. Anyway. Any, anything in German sounds aggressive, doesn't it? 
Danke! Nein, 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 nein! Das ist eine Steve Guys, uh, what's your game day routine, both post-match and pre-match? Mark Flanagan. It's uh, a good question. Post, uh, pre-match, lazy morning, don't really do much in the day. I'm quite grumpy. I take it out with my missus, start arguing with her. Uh, get you to do the that every day. A bit more chilled then. Come, yeah. I mean, I'm sick before I play because I'm oh, just a bit nervous. How much you care? Uh, everyone else care. is sick when you play. Yeah, they are when they watch my performance. Yeah. Uh, Post-match, post at the minute I do a bit of sulking because sulking. I'm not one, one minute yeah. matches, then I have uh, a few glasses of red take it out and on your pizza. Misses. And take it out on your missus. At home and watch the game back or watch a film yeah. and go to sleep about 3am. Fuck, you're boring. <laughs> uh, John Wilkin. I, do not, I don't have a pre-match routine. Oh, get fuck, up. you're boring. No, get <laughs> up. Like, I hate these people who like a timey left laces, you know, like a bap Why do you hate them? Or let them do their own thing. No, it's fine. But we it does, my, just it does my head in watching them. Well, don't watch okay. them. No, I do watch so you'd have them. Any, well, you're one of the weirdest people I know. So you'd have any routines that you do. Probably you don't even know about them. You probably do something no. really weird. Like I get up. I might have passed them the night before. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> have a bit of pasta. Oh, I'll tell you what, on my intolerance test, it came back. I'm um, tolerant to wheat as well, so I couldn't even do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Basically, Will is just going to be like blending kale. That's it. No, uh, I think routines are dangerous. I see players with routines really... Routines No, they are. Okay. They, they are. are because okay. they become mm. more important than your performance. So some players will let a routine distract them. So if certain things have to be a certain way, and if they're not the certain way, people stress it. I need to... Uh, but some, uh, but some people it works because it takes the mind off Yes, but then what I'm saying is that it is makes productive when it distracts you from how you're feeling and, and allows you to relax and play because you're following a routine. But when that routine then becomes an obstruction, yeah. you know, like when you go just to away chill games, out, man, whatever, yeah. just chill, chill come out. On. The Fuck. world keeps turning. Yeah, yeah. whatever, you know, we win, do, we lose, do don't you worry think about if it. you have a sweet potato instead of your pasta bolognese, it is pasta actually going to make I can have sweet potato. Is it going to um, make I just think let everyone no. do what they want to do. But yeah, anyway. I'm letting them do okay. their own thing. If I baby wipe my boots before a game, is it going to change? I'd definitely do that. Yeah. Do you have boot cleaners in rugby league? Do you have someone like one of the young guys go and clean the boots? We lad. used to. 
Stan Wall is a famous kit man at St. Helens. Right. He used to look after your kit, wash your kit, clean your boots. Is it not the younger boys? Like in football, they clean no, the older players' boots, no? Like Kate, that. I think is it? Nonsense, it's a respect so. thing, isn't it? Clean no, my boots now. You can clean mine, you little dick. Yeah. Um, they're not even dirty because he'd fucking not run on them. He'd been on that bike all season. Get off my Ooh. shoes, John. Why do you keep standing on them? Uh, Will, just to give you an update, Will's bought some new they're white not new. They're not new. They're two years old. Instead of laces, they've got three they're large like Velcro straps. Nurse shoes. They're two what years old. Where are they from? Have a guess. They're from Zara. Yeah. Anyway, stop focusing on my. Keep my, stepping on them. Oh, fucking, Keep I'm going to spit on, on this floor. <laughs> stop spitting on PK. Every time you do, I spit on the floor. Right. Okay. Um, John, stop it. Here we go. We've had Sophie's already had a mention tonight. Fuck, she's fit. Mark's wife. Anyway, Steve Meller says, which current or former teammate did you have to keep away from the players' wives? Hashtag cheater. Hashtag cheater. <laughs> <laughs> I like the hashtag. Great hashtag. Uh, probably Brett Ferris. Really? Go on. Any what, any stories we can tell? Well, no, he's just out there, isn't it? Is he? Well, go on. No, I've not Googled it. Well, I'll Google well, it. Well, didn't, didn't, he, didn't he bonk his best mate's wife? I thought that was, um, yeah. thought that was one of your mates who played at Salford. Justin Carney, apparently. Justin Carney, well, apparently. Yeah. I think they both did, didn't they? So, is that your answers? Yes. Is it? No one Justin else you can think of? Brett Ferris. <laughs> Good answers. Um, Bear Necessities. Great name. Um, what should the RFL do to help make clubs like West Wales, Hemel, and our beloved Coventry Bears? Have you heard of the Coventry Bears? No, I have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more competitive in League One next year. That's a good question. Though. I like that, Bear Necessities. Yeah. Go on. Change where they play. Well, you don't think Coventry's? <laughs> no? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, what should they do to make them more competitive? Yeah. What should uh, What should the RFL well, again, do to help look, clubs make? Um, I want sorry, to help see, make clubs like West I, Wales. I need to see a strategy of how they're being developed. Coventry Bears, you hear of. Mm. Have you ever en- heard of a development plan around Coventry or the East Midlands? No. I haven't. But Have I haven't heard of a development plan in the North West no. either, so. So, I don't know. Oh, you might be playing them next season. Time, I, could be, I could be playing for them. You could be playing the for bench, the Bears, probably. yeah. Go I Bears! Think we need, if we're going to develop areas, we need a plan and a real strong plan and stick with it and be, be dogged with it and back it up with action mm. rather than go you know usually what happens is you get some really dedicated passionate people who set a rugby club up and that drives it doesn't it yeah. but that has a, a finite amount of time unless you can't, you you can't rely it. on people like no. that there needs to be a strategy from the, needs to be strategy the top for the and then they need money and at the minute there's a lot of the Super League clubs think a lot of the money from that's generated in the game should stay at the top but I think it should come from the grassroots and then develop its way up as well. I think the game needs a development strategy involving regional development officers, getting rugby league played in schools, getting kids interested in it. I think that's the starting point. The end point is having professional clubs in areas. Mm. That's like the fact that I think you've got to have the infrastructure behind it first. Or get them a game in Denver. Coventry Bears. Could be worth it, couldn't it? Um, Andrew, this has just coincidentally come up. For John, is LMS as loud and brash off the field as he is on it? Or is he just an on-field persona? No, Louis is one of those guys that he is that happy and loud every day that I think he goes home and cries. Ooh. It, it, he's, got, he's got like a room in his house where he just locks himself in and blubs. He ca- he's one of those people. That he goes po- home and gets dominated that by his positive, wife. That's right? why. He's that positive. It's weird. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He's loud and happy. But on the field... He's loud and annoying. Oh, you've and really a bit of a gone gobsh- He's, He's a gobshite really on the field. So is he? Yeah. He I like works his style. He hollers when he doesn't need to. Other people's misfortune, and I don't like that. Wow. Well... No, I think he's good. He's a great lad to play with. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I think, we, f- I, think we found, I think we might have found a winner. Uh, I'm not that I want to 
you know, influence the vote. But uh, Mark Hogan, in fact, he's a previous winner, so you can't count. But Mark, Oops. you would have been the winner. Um, classic, inverted commas, would you rather this week? So, would you rather take a bath twice a week with Nigel Wood and stare into his eyes in silence for a minimum of 30 minutes? Or wear nothing but his oversized pants, in brackets, unwashed every day for the rest of your life? How big? That's a big bath, isn't it? The jacuzzi. <laughs> no naked jacuzzi. The swimming pool. I'd wear his slacks. Just Would the you? slacks. The rest Nothing of your else. life, every yeah. day, even when you're playing I'd whatever you so do. You can sit in the coffee shop now in, in Nigel Woods, unwashed trousers. He's like that guy we interviewed. Do you remember when he stood up and had the massive trousers on? No, but we're talking about underpants or pants. No, his, his trousers. Trousers Trousers and no top. Well, you've got a shit upper half anyway, so not that bothered. won't be good for you. Not bothered. I don't oh, care, what's the, what's the other one? See, see Twice I, a week. No, but I think John would quite enjoy the weirdness of sitting in a bath Naked with Nigel Wood looking into his eyes for half an hour. I think you'd take that. Twice think about a it. Week you probably would naked, take. I'd go with was that it one. twice a week? An hour would you rather? Oh god, it is twice a week. But is that twice a week for the rest of your life? Or well, what does it say in the question? Well, it says twice a week with Nigel Wood, just twice a week. I'm seeing myself there, and I, I, I think it is every day for the rest of your just life. Put his glasses steam up. He's just got a bath bomb. But it's only it's only half an hour twice a week. There's an hour, so an hour of getting naked. Let's be honest. So it's a no-win situation. <laughs> it's a no it? What we're doing is splitting hairs over two very bad situations. <laughs> like and Nigel, if, you're, if, two evils. If, if Nigel is listening, which you know he might well, he might well be. If you might, he might sort of feel vindicated by this podcast. So I'd like to issue an apology to Nigel Wood and his trousers. And um, Mark's is googling a picture of Nigel Wood's trousers. I, I would sit in the bath with that. I would, I'd, Nigel. Nigel, I would sit in the bathroom as well, and yeah, I would, and I would, I would massage you. Um, Good question there, Mark Hogan, previous winner. Tim Hartley, for John, spelt wrong. Is your hunger for the game the same now as when you first started? And is it that one reason for your longevity in the game at elite level? And would you rather take up a punditry or a coaching role when you retire? Ooh, good question. I'd rather take a punditry role. Yeah. Without doubt. Um, would you consider being a coach? When are you? Are you retiring, no, at, you retiring so. at the end of this season? Uh, don't know. Yet to be decided. Is it? I would. Is my hunger the same now as it was when I was a kid? No. Hunger is different for me. Your hunger as a kid is like blind ambition and it's like untamed, whereas your hunger becomes more refined. So my, I'm still very, you know, peckish. Still very peck, peckish. You're, you're but more I, peckish for the bigger cages and the, yes, the, and, the big and, matches. And look, you're more focused about what you want from the game. When you're a kid, like I'm saying, everything's exciting and whoa, I'm in the Bradford yeah. changing rooms. God, like whoa, I'm playing, two dicks I'm playing rugby. Wow, this is whoa. amazing. I'm going out drinking with Sean Long. Wow, 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 crazy. wow. And then you get to the end of your career and you sat doing a podcast from Mark Flanagan. Mm. And you're underwhelmed. You think, Gosh, mm. where did it all go wrong? How? How? When you were no. on telly with no. a cameraman, would, would you? Another longer. question. Would you? Uh, would you play for another club? Um, oh, good question, Mark. Good no, question. He said he's not, he, no, he's good question. not sure if he's staying on next you year. You can't win the prize, but if good he's, question. Yeah. If he's playing again know. next year, would you play for another club or are you just saying, yeah. saying, saying? Yeah. I'd like to stay at Saints if I could, but. Um, but if, that, if that was an opportunity, you might look elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Do. Have do you come Salford with me? No, no, I don't think I would. Yeah. Have they opened you a new deal, St. Helens? Um, not yet. Not yet. That, what is that noise in the back? That's someone else doing an awkward noise. Is that a cop? What is that? Hello, machine. anybody? St. Helens. <laughs> St. Helens. John, John Wilkin has not been offered a new contract at St. Helens. I think that tells you everything, Will. I don't Goodness think there's an gracious. offer coming, is there? Goodness gracious me. Um, wow, that is breaking news. We'll, we'll, 
we'll tell everyone that. Yeah. Um, Mark, why are you looking Where's at work? my contract, you shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mark, that. Rush, listen to the Give podcast. Give him a second series. You're listening, Rush. You. I like that. Give him a second I like that. And Mark, you want a new shit. club as well, don't you? So, do you want to make an appeal now? No. No, you're happy at Salford, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you try to extended your contract, Will. No, don't care. So, anyway, Jonathan Duncan, who is your. Dunks. Is that Jonathan Duncan? JD. I don't What's know. His Twitter handle? Dunks. Um, yeah. He's from Ontario. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Dunks. Yeah. Awesome. How do you know Dunks? I don't. Are you an idiot? Oh, you got him. Nah, right. yeah. Who is your Super League bottom four this season? Do this in a Canadian accent. Uh, which four survive slash go up? Went to my first Toronto Wolfpack game in Toronto last oh, week. Path. Wolfpack. That would be great. That'd be scary. Uh, the, path, Wolfpack, the Wolfpack. <laughs> Kelvin the Wolfpack. Fletcher. <laughs> the Toronto Wolfpack. Just Andy Sutton. Loads of people in barber jackets. Um, it's going to be a great experience next year for visiting Super League teams and fans. Hopefully, Flash, you may want to check your passport for this year, says That's Jonathan correct. Duncan. Yeah, we're in a situation where we might be in the middle eight, so we might have to play Toronto away, which... Unfortunately, I'd rather do next season when we're both in Super League. Be a good trip, though, wouldn't it? I'll come on that There's one. There's a good chance we'll be down there at the minute because we're not playing great and we've got a bit of ground to make up. Bottom four, Hull KR, Salford, Widness and... Catalan. Thanks, mate. Do you think Salford go down? No. Who's go, who goes down? Widness or Hull KR. Okay. Um, Jimmy Unsworth. I mean, if there was out of those four... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. To fair, Catalans and Huddersfield have picked up some they good have, form. Really have, yeah. like Jordan Rankin of the Huddersfield Giants were in the coffee shop today. Bloody good bloke. Bloody good bloke. Oh God, he the place of quite a bit and spent a lot of money, so thanks. Come again, Jordan, please. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Unsworth, who is a Salford fan, Mark, says, who, I think we might have had a similar question to this, but who's the hardest player you've played with and who's the biggest mardass? Who's the hardest player? Hardest player. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tough and tough uncompromising. I played with Mickey McLaurin in Wigan under 21s and from 18 to 20 he was he was a tough lad and he, he pound for pound he's a tougher tougher player and a harder hitter I played with who's the biggest mad ass John Wilkin no I'd never say that because he's my friend Jamie Foster Is he, he, not he always friend? gets a mention in these categories is he not your friend he's my friend but he was a mad ass okay um, John, John, what was the question? Oh, toughest come on, Mardas. Oh, toughest. Oh, oh. You, uh, you're oh, so probably tough. Probably Jamie Peacock, not because he was okay. hard. Yeah. And stuff. Mardas. He was just Mardas. Probably Ryan Atkins. Okay. Um, I like this one. Stephen Watson says, following the lovely idea. Have you been watching any of the World Cup, by the way? Soccer. Football. Yeah. Watched, you watched any of it? So, so Stephen says, following the lovely idea of the VAR assistants in the World Cup wearing a full kit considering that they're in a, an office in Moscow and they wear the full kit and socks really? and boots, which is quite funny. Um, what would you Do have you wear the... moulds or studs? Not sure. Probably moulds inside, yeah, isn't it? So, yeah. um, what would you have the Super League video refs wearing to add to the experience? I'd have two of them. The Teletubbies? I'd, I'd have two of them and they'd both be wearing those T-shirts with an arrow that says, I'm with idiots. I think what you should do is go to a public vote about what the referee wears. And uh, you came a winner, and you'd get to dress the video and you, the, the prize is dinner yeah. for four. Uh, do you know what I'd probably do? Like an inanimate veg, you know, like a really bad banana cost, you know, like fancy yeah. dress. Yeah. One like of broccoli, them. A broccoli. Yeah. yeah. What, one of them is Theresa May. I'm <laughs> really good yeah. costume makeup on. How good would that be? <laughs> you just look Theresa May, just make. No try. <laughs> you didn't grab the ball. 
<laughs> or the actual on-field yeah. referees dressed up as well. That would be interesting. <laughs> fancy referees. <laughs> fancy referees. Fancy referees. Think, oh, think wow. of what you could, yeah. could open up there. Just get him in a sumo <laughs> Kim Jong-un refereeing <laughs> witness against Wakefield. Uh, he's <laughs> just got a red card on, on the tip of a nuke. <laughs> on a nuke. <laughs> oh, Stephen, see what you've done to us there. Um, Neil, oh, McKeon. Question, Neil, Neil McKeon. Neil um, McKeon. Who would win in a fight between you three? We all know that's me. Well, that's and, that and, and the six to eight debate team. Ollie Holmes, J.Y. Hitchcock, etc. Who's the six to eight team? I don't know. Ollie Holmes. It's another podcast with two cast lads. Are they two cast lads do it? Do they? Okay. Uh, Ollie Holmes. Are they players? Yeah, we'd take them flash easy. Yeah, we'd take them. Sorry, lads, but we would. We definitely would as well. Uh, Question for all three of you from Warren uh, Turley, who says, who would you choose for a romantic night in? Tanya Arnold or Claire Balding? So I know both of those lovely ladies very well. Um, Tanya Arnold. Claire because the only reason is we could sit and pet my dogs endlessly. Mm. I'd go Claire because mm. I don't know her. I think it'd be a bit more mysterious. When he, when I know Tanya, so it's a bit. Well, when Warren says romantic night in, is he sort of alluding to the fact that there might be some hanky panky? Don't you go see how things go, haven't you? You know, that's not Claire's bag. No. So. But Tanya's Tanya. married, so it's, it's one of those questions. What is Claire's bag? Um, probably more Carol. It's fine. So. Takes all sorts. Yeah. Uh, Nigel Whisker says, thank Fuck, but he put a, 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 an asterisk where the U know, was. How do you know it was? Maybe he could have said thank funk. Or feck. No, because F something CK, oh. he's put the asterisk there. Yeah. Um, for that. That's not your question. Because we were back tonight, so we'll get, get your questions in now. Withdrawal symptoms were creeping in. Who's the longest in the shower? Philip Platt, I think we've had that one. Uh, Merton Pedersen, Martin Pedersen Scott. Richard Silverwood contacted me on Facebook to try and sell me players' insurance. What's the weirdest post-rugby career you've heard of? Keith Mason acting. <laughs> if you want, just have a look at Keith Mason's YouTube show reel. Please. Keith Mason's Please. YouTube show. I've Please. seen it. I've seen it. Someone Please. showed it to me. Please. You, someone Please. showed it to me, yeah. Please. Mark. I, I've actually taken up that insurance that got offered by Richard Silverwood. Have you? Yeah. What was he insuring you for? He's for you know, it was for Aviva. He was, he was promoting their policies for injuries. Didn't he only finish last season? A couple of years ago, yeah. What did he get sacked for? Touching loads of women. <laughs> I don't think it was the lawyers. I think he just can get set for touching. We're going to have to well, get the lawyers. He was drunk and disorderly at, oh. at the, after a magic weekend, I think, apparently. Okay, we're going to need some lawyers to look at this podcast before it goes out. Anyway, Mark, I know you've got some attention difficulties, but you could just hold on for another couple of minutes and then we'll let you go. I know you're fiddling around with your keys and stuff. And just yeah, autism. A little bit of focus. Definitely on the spectrum. You are on the spectrum. If it was, Just a little bit of focus. A little bit of focus and then we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, technically. Okay, David Walton says, who would win in a celebrity death match between Eamon McManus and Gary Hetherington? Would Gary wear a Barry McDermott macker and Eamon the Fozarm guard to bludgeon each other to death? Good, good, good imagery, isn't it? Well, that is Super League owners death match. <laughs> That's a, again, we've got mascots dressing up yeah, as Theresa May. So I can imagine uh, referees. I can imagine Etherington and, and McManus going at it hard. Boom, bit of blood, bit of claret, and then I can imagine Lennigan coming in and just like nicking their Achilles tendons. You know what I'm saying? It'd just be coming in, just like knifing it. Or oh. Kukash did. Kukash would it, ride in on a camel. Yeah, he'd ride in. He would. He'd ride in with a saber. 
Um, Steve Woods replied to us being back as well. Uh, said we're back, yeah. bitches. Get your questions in now, Steve says. Also, let's get deep. What happens to us after we die? Is there an afterlife? John don't Wilkin. Know, there isn't. Don't we just contribute to the carbon. Me. We just contribute to the carbon cycle. Okay. Um, Mark, uh, not you, Mark. Another Mark says, if Mark and John could swap body parts. Oh, this is a good one. This has just come in in the last hour. Uh, attributes or passion to make a different player, in brackets, ultimate player, would it be a better player than they each are now? What do you mean? So I like want Mark's arms. Well, not his hair, but yeah. Well, it's improving, so... Yeah. Probably take his abs, because he's got nice abs. Yeah. And he's like... Would that make you a better it? player? No. No. But do you know what? I'd fucking get him out all the time. <laughs> I'd be on the beach in New York. Would you? Uh, like well, we saw what you were on the beach in New York. We did, Mark, we did see, see what you were on the beach in New York. Now, John, you know I know you... Know what I am? Realistic. Look, he's getting aggressive already. No, I'm realistic. This is real He's life. getting aggressive, Guys, isn't he? Not fake. You're an Instagram knob. That he's getting aggressive. Flash is in, in good shape. He's worked hard. Yeah. You're just a poser, Instagram poser. You're an Instagram knob. You he's, are. He's, he's getting aggressive. You're on any uh, performance announcing drugs? Absolutely not. No. So Hold on. Don't deflect the attention away well, from the picture. Because yeah, yeah, you've cheated. Okay. Yeah, you've no, no. cheated. No. You cheated. Well. Anyway. Steroids. John. Testosterone. You've cheated. You, John. Cheater. Mark the picture. Hashtag. Are you going to talk about the picture? Yeah, but no, I look what like picture? a fucking the shit. He looks been, shit, but as I tell people, he's ridiculously fit for the shit physique he's got. So Correct. good on him. Mid-season. I, I'm reasonably fit for my great Easy. physique. Easy. <laughs> Easy. It's <laughs> all in your head, isn't it? What are you going to do? <laughs> go, let's go time it. That was a song, though, isn't it? Um, so, so essentially what they've said is that, so what? So could if we sort of swapped you a little bit around, mm. could we make a better player than, than you are, John, out of the two of you? You know, I'd take his abs and then he'd probably take my brain. But would that be better than the you are now as the better player? Yeah. We'd both be better then. Yeah, slightly. Yeah. Slightly better. He'd be better with better abs and that's about it. Uh, last one, Mark Wilson says, um, which players have body parts, features, faces that look like an animal? Wakey against Saints this weekend. John's thoughts? Two um, <laughs> <laughs> Can we answer the first? No, not which at all players have questions? body parts? <laughs> uh, well, you look particularly like a hamster. Uh Question asker. Nice shirt. Who is Mark Wilson? Looks what? hamster-esque. Love sport. Football. United fan. Rugby league. Trinity fan. Horse racing. Yeah. Using Twitter well, to interact with the sport. question. What's that picture behind you, Mark? There. Uh, it's it's a, a sports on game. It's, it's show jumping. What's that? It's, it's show jumping. Some sort of square pants in the background. In the foreground. Or the this is not good. Uh, what's the question? Oh, well, I just had I'm it there. Hold on. Which players have body parts, features, and <laughs> faces that look like an animal? Um, ooh, I think Jake Connell looks rodent-esque. Or maybe not rodent-esque. You yeah. think his face looks like he's looking into a spoon? He does. Or he's got that sort of face that it looks like if it was rubber, you've pulled his nose and his eyes and just squeezed it forward <laughs> a little bit, pinched it. Rodent-esque. Okay. Marsupial. He's a marsupial. Who else uh, has got an animal-like head? Uh, James Graham looks like a lion. He's got like a lion's head. A lion. Is that or a yeah. cow. Or a highland he's got, he's cow. Got, he's got a cow head. That's what he's, he's got. He's a cow's head. Um, what animal would you be? Well, I'm a, Taz looks like a horse. Very big <laughs> teeth. He has to pay extra at the dentist. His teeth are that big. He really? plays double, yeah. Yeah. God. Braces cost twice as much metal work. So he pays twice as much. Yeah. That's slightly unfair, isn't it? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. so you're going to have to pay double. You've got too yeah. many teeth. And then yeah. go, <laughs> it's like getting a haircut. I mean, too much <laughs> hair, isn't it? Yeah. Two haircuts. It's like getting you know, we we gonna have to charge you double because you've got too much hair. Um other players, what would you be if you're an animal? An animal. Yeah. Probably a, a ferret. It's quite broad and esque, no, a ferret. A ferret. No. That's his demeanour that's rodent yeah. Weasel. A little weasel. Rat. A little weasel. <laughs> probably be just a um 
like a really good looking fish <laughs> like a catfish <laughs> <laughs> it just chills on the bottom just yeah. like a halibut this sand don't taste too good halibut this sand don't taste too good um, what's going on with us in Black Cap Simbin this week John Wilkin uh, the New Zealand no, your na- your name's from that lady that you're gonna, so you're putting her in you're not giving her a second chance you're putting, the an- chance. you're putting her rendition of the I'm anthem putting her, her rendition okay. of the anthem she's not allowed to sing that national anthem ever again okay well she did in Maori and got it right on radio uh, what I'm going to put in unstructured growth of rugby league or the, re- or the appearance of a disjointed approach to the growth of rugby league I'm putting that in the Simbin I don't know what the plan is Let's find out. So you're putting a plan that you don't know anything no, well, about into the Hopefully we'll get to speak to Robert Elston and maybe speak about what his When are we going to speak to Robert Elston? Next week. Are we? So that's yeah. on the record now. We're so going to speak to Robert Elston. Great questions. The new the chief executive of, of Super League is coming of on yeah. the podcast next week from a coffee Indeed. shop near you, not this one. Yeah. That's Possibly good news, isn't it? Ooh. Or Manchester area. <laughs> or Cheadle. <laughs> or Didsbury. Or Salford, actually. Somewhere in the northwest. Yeah. Um, that'll be good, won't it? That'll be yeah. really good. Very, very good. Robert Elson is coming on next week. Spread the word, people. We will see you then. Download Stop Fighting, you two. iTunes, Podbean, or your, pod- your podcast provider. provider. Anything you'd like to say before we go? No, I'm just bored. Bored of this. Life. I've lost my hunger for it. Have you? Rugby. Yeah, rugby. Oh, oh God, now this is a whole new podcast. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm still hungry. Are you not enjoying the podcast anymore? Are you not enjoying the podcast anymore? I enjoy doing things for nothing. It's good fun, isn't it? Well, we're all doing it for nothing. Is Does anyone want to potential sponsors out there? No, no, we've got sponsors we're knocking st- the door down. We're Honestly, still on. we are sponsor silly. Like but if you mental. are a sponsor, just to finish, and you'd uh, yeah, and you like to make silly. us an offer, and you Give are us silly, silly, make offer. us an offer, and uh, we'll see. This week's podcast is brought to you by Peter's Pies from Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> Meat and tarty, steak, cheese and onion. We could eat that's, on the, eat on the job. That's what we're going at. Well, if you are from Peter's, but is Peter's Pies a real thing? I think so. Okay. Well, what's the lowest you'd go brand-wise for sponsorship? Well, money-wise, you mean? I think we should go to hair. What about the advanced hair studio? Well. Mark's had an offer. The hair oh, that what's, what's the, what's the, the one you've been offered? Uh, what was the testing kit that found out that you were allergic to I've already to given them a plug. Life, last, li- lifelabtesting.com. Go there and get it go. done. Yeah. Great. Allergic to meat. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>